0: everybody's talking with T. the talk show designed to engage educate empower and encourage the community is on
1: greetings for this meeting you're back where it's at for our weekly chat there's proof in our truth as we chatter about what matters on the show designed with you in mind thanks for tuning in to the 227th edition of a show on a mission to bring you the best in trending news hot topics interesting interviews and much more I'm Tanisha Baker, and I'm delighted to host Talking With T. It's September 30th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, songwriter and rapper T-Pain, singers Sissy Houston, Johnny Mathis, and Patrice Russian. Today on the national calendar is National Chewing Gum Day. On this date in history, Jackie Robinson became the first African-American to play in the World Series in 1947. For the theme this month, as we are in the season of fall, our theme is just don't fall for anything. Don't fall for what others think you are or what you can or can't do. Don't limit yourself based on the opinions of others. Step out on faith and find the courage to turn dreams into realities. Don't fall for stereotypes and perceptions. Don't let the crabs in the barrel pull you down. Don't let small minds hold you back. Be true to you and give it all you got, regardless. We only get one chance at this thing called life, and it's up to you to make the most of it. Let's turn our attention to our Monday Minute Quick Bits. As the violence in Chicago continues to hit the news, I am saddened to report that a young girl was shot in the head by a stray bullet while inside her home in a suburb south of Chicago on last Monday night. Contavia Blackful's family was gathered in the living room of their Harvey, Illinois home to watch the Chicago Bears game when shots were fired outside around 9 p.m. and pierced the front window. Contavia was sitting at her computer choosing t-shirt designs for her upcoming birthday party when she was shot in the head. I am equally sad about another report of bullying that ended in the death of a 13-year-old. As reported by BET News, a boy identified only as Diego was a 13-year-old middle school student in California who was allegedly being bullied. Now he's dead, one week after being attacked by two of his peers at Landmark Middle School in Moreno Valley. The fight took place on September 16th, and cell phone video captured the brawl. One boy punched Diego in the face, and then the 13-year-old was sucker-punched On the side of his head by the other boy, which caused him to fall backward and hit his head against a concrete pillar. Diego was pronounced Mm -hmm. clinically dead on Tuesday, September 24th, and a public announcement was made the following day. Hear me, hear me well. We have got to curb bullying. Don't watch it and turn away. We've got to teach our kids better. Heck, some of y'all adults are bullies. Bullying is harmful, it's dangerous, it leads to injuries, and not just physically, but emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Bullying often leads to suicide. I don't know how, but this is one issue that we have got to come together on and figure out how to put a stop to this nonsense. Congratulations to the A.E. Theater team for killing it in their first competition of the year. They brought back Five, count them, one, two, three, four, five first place wins from the pieces they performed. Knoxville City Council voted 8-1 to in favor of a resolution that asked the mayor to consider barring gun shows on city-owned property. Council Member Lauren Ryder said seven of the nine members were in favor of the resolution before the vote happened. The proposal came from Councilwoman Gwen McKenzie, who represents the 6th District in East Knoxville, where Chill Park has hosted a gun show for several decades. Snoop Dogg and his family are mourning the death of his infant grandson, who died just 10 days after birth. And Auntie Maxine Waters says she sees a path to full impeachment after Trump stepped over the line by asking a foreign government to go after Joe Biden. Oprah Winfrey surprised the United Negro College Fund with a $1.15 million donation. She says, I believe in the power of education. There is nothing better than to open the door for someone. The parents of two-year-old Knoxville girl who died when police say her father drunkenly crashed his car earlier this year now face a slew of serious charges, including aggravated child neglect and felony murder. Javon Faust, now 27, had already been convicted of a DUI once before when he hopped behind the wheel at 2 a.m. on February 15th with a blood alcohol concentration of more than 0.20%. The legal limit to drive is 0.08%. Jasmine Irvin, age 26, sat in the passenger seat of the Pontiac Grand Am and the couple's toddler daughter, Zolivia Irvin, sat in the back. A witness told police that Faust was driving at an extreme speed and swerving through traffic when he veered off Interstate 40 West and struck a strand of trees near Strawberry Plains Pike. So sorry for the loss of this baby, and I want us all to be reminded that drinking and driving just don't mix. Former Border Town New Jersey Police Chief Frank Nucera Jr. is being tried on federal hate crime assault charges. In a transcript disclosed at a trial in a Camden, New Jersey, federal court last week, Nukera used racial epithets, compared black people to ISIS and said, quote, President Trump is the last hope for white people. So is this a common belief? And if so, my soul shakes to wonder where our Mm -hmm. country is heading. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're listening to Talking With Tea.
0: Monkey on my back, and I'm tied up where he's at. He goes everywhere I go, everywhere I go. See this monkey on my back. Won't come me any slack. He thinks he's in control. Ooh, I- More out of bed Let me introduce you to My funny little friend Who's laughing and grinning He's always scheming to get under my skin But I cannot let him win Here he goes again Climbs upon my back And puts his arms around my neck Only God knows what's coming next There's a monkey on my back and I'm tied up where he's at He goes everywhere I go Everywhere I go See this monkey on my back Won't cut me any slack He thinks he's in control ooh ah I didn't get far as he whispered in my ear, look in your review mirror, at the shorty over there, whose high heels and high fashion got me with blast and roll, time for ADD, just my luck I didn't see, bright lights in front of me, so we Monkey on my back, and I'm tired of where he's at. He goes everywhere I go, everywhere I go. See this monkey on my back. Won't come me any slack. He thinks he's in control. Ooh. We all have our own vices, and we could uh, blame it on a lot of different things. Like uh... you could blame it on the goose that's got you feeling loose. Blame it on the drone that's got you in the zone. Blame it on the I-I-I-I-I- alcohol, the I-I-I-I-I- alcohol. Blame it on the vodka, blame it on the henny, blame it on the bootleg. Got you feeling tipsy. Blame it on the I-I-I-I-I- alcohol, but I don't really drink it all, so I could blame it on oh, Stacy. I blame it on Tracy. I blame it on Erica. I blame it on Amanda. I blame it
2: on Miranda. All right, my friends, it's that time of the show where we review trending news. And I'm so excited today to have our core four, the know-it-all Professor Jay, our top investigator, monk often investigator, P.I. Pam, in the know Joe, as well as myself, Miss T., bringing it to you straight with no chases. So I'm going to start today's section of Trending News off with this story that almost is redundant, but it's disturbing nonetheless. Cops called on a black doctor trying to open a new bank account. So Georgia Dr. Anthony, and I'm just, you all have to forgive me for this name, but I think it's Ange Bula, believes he was racially profiled After an employee at United Community Bank called 911 and said, I feel like he's up to no good. And I'm just going to call him Dr. Anthony. He had gone to the United Community Bank on Eagle's Landing Parkway to open a new bank account with his wife. And as he spoke to his wife on the phone outside of the building, he found out he had gotten locked out of the bank. So he said he looked at the door and it said close at 430. And his watch said it was about 2.15. And he was like, what happened? Little did he know, at the same time, a bank employee was on the phone with 911. So I I just don't understand any of this. I don't understand why, because he was outside on the phone, she thought that it was suspicious or that he was up to no good. I don't
3: get it either. I mean, can we as African Americans not be doctors and not have money, I mean, what in the whole world.
2: But he was and he was opening a bank account.
3: That's the part that that completely floored me. I mean mm. we have the ability to open bank accounts and put money in them. Right.
2: I guess our money isn't green enough. Is that what it is? Well, you know, when she said she felt like he was up to no good It makes us feel like if you do have money that they think it was ill-gotten gain. Like, we don't have the right to have whatever amount of money he was putting in. There are people who have credentials, who have professional occupations or whatever job they have, and they get paid and most people put their money in the bank.
4: Well, doctor, this is your word of advice. Go on into that community bank, Mm -hmm. get your check from them, and go put that check with the rest of your money in somebody else's bank.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I hope that's what he's choosing to do. That part. Period. Period. <laughs> Jay, uh, what in the whole heck is going on with this uproar in Memphis about Brandon Allen being crowned as homecoming royalty? I wasn't sure if they actually called him the queen, the king, or what. I think the article said homecoming royalty. This was at White Station High School in Memphis. And he came out on the field in a dress. Now, before anybody gets upset, let's be clear. We are not bashing anyone. We're supportive of all people. We love all people. We don't feel it's our place to judge. We just report and spark conversations on issues that are prevalent or relevant in our community. And there's been a lot of back and forth on this occurrence. I'm going to tell you what the principal said. I quote, it's the student's choice of who they want to support as homecoming royalty. This is Principal Carrie Holland. I'm exceedingly proud to be the principal of our amazing school. WSHS loves and supports everyone, regardless of who they are or what they believe.
3: That has been the, as you said, the sentiment of the principal. And there has been quite a big uproar about the whole situation down here in Memphis and even, Uh, nationally. And the superintendent of schools, Dr. Doris Ray, issued a statement that says Shelby County Schools policy prohibits discrimination and the district is committed to ensuring a positive and respectful school environment where everyone is treated with dignity. Homecoming Queen and King is a tradition based 100% on student votes. As superintendent, I support student voice and expression.
2: So do we know when they voted for him, were they voting for him as homecoming king, queen, or just royalty? Do you know?
3: From everything that I have seen, yes, he was just being voted as royalty. Uh, okay. I would have to do a little bit more asking around, a little bit more investigating to see if there were uh, clearer delineations
0: for mm-hmm. king and
3: queen and how, you know, he managed to fit into uh, the various categories, so on and so forth. But from, as I said, from what I've seen so far, they just have a homecoming royalty.
2: I see. So is the shocking part that him being a male came out in a dress, not so shocking that students decided that they wanted him to be their homecoming royalty, but that he came out on the field in the
3: dress. I think that is what is shocking a lot of people. Okay. Like I said, the the, the uproar has been with him coming out in a dress and heels.
2: And it, and to be fair, for those that were shocked as myself, it's just not something we see every day. You know, we're growing to be more accepting and I get all of that. It's just not something that
3: we're used to seeing. But hey. This is not something that we've seen in Memphis at least to my recollection, so this farewell could be a first.
2: Yeah, I don't ever recall um, hearing about you know, homecoming royalty or anyone coming out in a dress, but since the students voted on it, correct? Didn't they vote on it, the students? They right, did.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, so it seems that, I mean, they're well-loved, well-liked, for they to even vote for them over other people. So, if that's what they voted on, then, I mean, who am I to judge to say anything about it?
4: Right. Well, I just want to know where his weed were.
3: <laughs> All right, let's move on. Wait, wait a <laughs> The a the, the, the stylist has spoken.
2: <laughs> he was in his natural state in attire that made him feel beautiful on that night. Yeah.
4: Well, this is my thing. I think in fashion, and you know me, you know I'm really big into fashion, so a lot of things that even the men are wearing now, you know the long shirts um there's a lot of things to be that's somewhat some people would think that's a representation of something that a woman would wear. Times have changed, fashion changes every day. but i was i I was glad to see that he was able to express and that he was in a place that he could express himself yeah. so i I didn't go to the school, but back in my day. With no royalty, it was homecoming king, homecoming queen, but that' have change. All
2: right. Um, a woman from Fayetteville, Georgia, who fatally shot a man after he left the scene of a hit-and-run car crash, has been granted bond for the second time after she was indicted on new charges this past June. So according to authority, 22-year-old Hannah Renee Payne, was granted a $320,000 bond this past Friday, that's September 27th, and had previously been granted bonds after she was arrested on a murder charge for the May shooting death of 62-year-old Kenneth Herring. On May 7th, Payne allegedly followed his pickup truck after she saw it hit another vehicle in Clayton Town. Police say that Payne called 911 before following the truck for about a mile down to an intersection. Then she blocked the driver who prosecutors say may have been having a diabetic attack with her Jeep. According to the authorities also, she then got out of her vehicle to confront him with a gun in her hand and at some point shot him in the abdomen and that's what killed him. So prosecutors also claimed that Payne ignored the 911 dispatcher who told her, told her clearly to stay at the initial hit and run scene and not to engage the driver. After the shooting, a witness allegedly recorded a video that showed Payne changing her clothes before the police arrived. So my thoughts are this. If she thought he was in the wrong, if she thought he had committed this hit-and-run incident, why didn't she just take down the license tag, maybe a description of the vehicle, call the police and move along? But this wannabe patroller took this man's life over a car. And we all know that cars can be fixed every place. And
3: lives cannot. Right. I, I, I would give this the long side, but it's much.
2: Yeah. She went against all instructions to make matters worse. I'm just, I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking of all that took place. She sees the incident, gets in her car, chases him down, blocks him, gets out to engage the driver, and then shoots him. And I guess the bigger part in that, after doing all of that, she's out on bond.
3: That sounds like some privilege stuff to me.
2: I didn't want to call it that, but hey, if the
3: shoe fits, you know what we do. Right. Put it on in France, in it. <laughs> I know that's right.
4: I don't have anything to say. I'm just shaking my head. I'm trying to wrap myself around how you get in your car and chase down somebody you see it. Right. Now, something happen- that man didn't come home.
2: <laughs> she just upset. Yeah, she's
4: just upset. <laughs> she's just looking for find something to do.
2: Well, you know what? I'm going to move on to the next story because I'm more and more disturbed over incidents like this next one. It surfaced in the news. It seems like the ridiculous actions of adult bigots are trickling down to our young ones. Three white middle school boys allegedly pinned down a black girl classmate and cut off some of her dreadlocks while saying her hair was, quote, nappy and calling her, quote, ugly. And this was reported by ABC News. Our babies, they got too much to think about. They go through too much while they're in the schoolhouse trying to get an education, especially our black babies.
3: As someone with locks, mm-hmm. baby girl is a good one because there would have been smoke in the city.
2: I feel you, Jay, but keep in mind these three boys pinned down this girl. Three I, boys, one girl.
3: Listen, listen, just, just listen. Mm-hmm. It would be held hey. to tell the captain. Do what, Jay? I said it would be held to tell the captain.
0: Mm. I can't even
2: imagine if they did that to my, to my child, especially my daughter and three boys holding her down to cut. And then we act surprised that we have racial tensions in our country. You know, how are adults, how are her parents supposed to react? And I'll tell you what else I read in the article. She was actually afraid to tell it first. And she said she kept carrying the weight of that happening to her until she finally had to tell her parents because she was afraid that her parents were going to come out there and show out. And that's another thing, you know, our kids, sometimes they don't know how to handle those situations. we got to make it though
3: where they're able to tell us. But even if her parents did show out, they would have been justified.
2: Right. Exactly.
3: But you know what? She knows the country
2: she lives in. You know what's good for the goose? Doesn't always happen for the gander. Not here. And so she may have been afraid based on what she's seen in the media or reports that she's heard that something would happen to her parents if they came down and retaliated. But I guess she would have just had to be a witness to it because I'm like you, Pam. I can't imagine three people holding down my baby girl and cutting off her hair. What? And do y'all ever feel like we aren't making much progress from the Civil Rights Times. That's some things that they used to do back then. Well, I'm calling this a big setback. If there has been progress made, we're losing ground.
4: Right. And you say the setback, and I believe that. But I'm still looking for a foundation. And I, I have to talk personally for me. If something was wrong with me in school, I got to the dinner table. My mom already knew something was wrong.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So to be afraid I was never afraid to come and tell my mom, hey, something has happened. Our society and our time now, and I understand that our mothers, our fathers work, they work hard. But there is a responsibility that parents have to take to sit down and talk with your child and to address even the look in their eyes. But we have become so busy trying to make ends meet because it's a full circle. We're not making the money that a lot would make with the credentials, just like this doctor got, yes, the money, got the money and can't go and get a bank account without being judged or whatever the case was.
2: Now, I understand what you're saying. Maybe they should have noticed that something was wrong with her. Uh-huh. And, and that's true, but I'm just saying now in this particular time where I would pop off at the mouth, I'm more hesitant thinking, I gotta come home and tell somebody what happened. Yeah. And Pam, you probably remember because you weren't far behind me. I got pulled over about a week after my mom passed. That was uh, in January. My tag expired at the end of December, December 30th. Around January 10th, I got pulled over. I didn't know why I was pulled over. And the officer said I was pulled over because of my tag. And I'm thinking, you know what I mean, it's just 10 days old. Don't you have 30 days? She's telling me, oh, I don't have to give you 30 days. Then she goes to say, well, do you have insurance? I pull up the insurance app. Oh, I don't have to take that. I need to see it on paper. So y'all already know. I'm sitting in the car, arms crossed, eyes rolled, lips pouting. Next thing I know, you know how you sense some commotion around you? So I think, Pam, didn't you pull up? Yeah, I pulled up and, and as I was circling to pull up, I see Tarika, uh, busting a U-turn to turn up too. Right, cause we didn't realize, or I didn't, I'm in the car, that two more officers and a state trooper came. All cause I had a 10 day old expired tag. And Lord so, Jesus. you know what I'm saying? It's a different time cause y'all know, <laughs> I really wanted to act a fool, but I thought, no, this ain't the t- this ain't the same time. Day and time, and I'm not really wanting a big scene in front of my son who was sitting there in shock trying to figure out what all that commotion was about. And so I'm saying all that to say that there is a fear of how we handle situations because we've seen over and over again how taking up for ourselves could lead to our death.
4: That's true. Right. And I'll tell you, I uh, maybe two years ago, I was coming in and I don't take much time. But two years ago, I was coming in from a funeral in Atlanta, and I was stopped. He said, "I changed the lane too fast." And it was dead winter. I had a meat coat in the back. He said, "Well, you can sit in the car. Can we, you know, look at your car? Can we go through your car? Can we go through your truck I said, "Well, I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you can look through it." He said, "Well, you can sit in the back of the car because it's cold." I said, "No, give me my fare I'll sit. Keep my lights on. I'll sit." But by that time, I said. I have to call my mother, mm-hmm. and my mother gave me a word of wisdom. She said, don't be mean, don't be short, keep me on the phone. By that time, they went through my insurances. They went through who uh my car was with. They asked me, was I a teacher? I was with a teacher's credit union. They said, are you a teacher? No, I'm not a teacher. I'm a stylist. But they went through all of that. Dogs came. But oh, I'm God. on the highway. And wow. Wow. Because I changed the lane too fast. Mm, mm, mm. Well, Mr. Moore, you can go away. But you have to be trained.
2: You do because I, you know, we like to tell, especially being the mother of a son, call your mama. You know, that's my first thing. Call your mama. I got a friend gave that same advice to her son. He called his mother and those police officers went out, took the phone, threw it down on the ground. I'm telling you, you just never know who you going to run into? For all the people listening, whether it's a young person or an adult, your goal needs to be to come home and tell the story.
3: Right. You want to make it well, home.
2: Got to make it home. Well, I got one more story before we end our time. And, you know, we all mourn the loss of life pretty much regardless. Now, this next story goes out as a warning. A carjacker named Reese Ramsey-Johnson. He died after he accidentally blasted himself in the chest while trying to smash out a window with the butt of his shotgun. So he's using a gun to try to smash somebody's window to jacket and shoot himself. So one, I would like for the criminally minded to stop trying to jack people, period. Secondly, if you feel you that problem and you won't be that bad, don't kill yourself trying to commit a crime. You had no business trying to do in the first place. And you know, that's still somebody's child.
3: Right. Just wow. Just wow. Just and you wow. Imagine, and I'm
2: sure the person in the car had little sympathy. They probably I was looking at him like, you have got to be
4: kidding me. I'm
2: sure it was scary for a minute, sir.
4: Well, I must get alongside, too. I'm like, listen. to <laughs> get job. It's okay to work at McDonald's or Wendy's. Be an entrepreneur. Y'all quit carjacking and robbing these people. It didn't work because karma came quick for them. He sure did. Came right there. And a lot of people have to wait for karma to come. Right. But when she comes or he comes or whatever they want to put karma on. Yeah. He came right at the nick of time. Yeah. And it may have saved the person's life. Who's the say? once they pop that gun, it would have shot them and killed them. Right. But you carjack it. Get on the bus. It's not funny, but you're right, Joe. Right.
2: You know, People work hard
4: for their things.
2: You better say it.
4: And a lot of struggles that people have, they just see what you got. They don't see what you go through to get what you got. What? Are we getting well, ready to I'll tell you this. They see the glory. They just don't know the story. <laughs> wait a minute, sir. Watch yourself. Watch yourself.
2: On that, I'm going to say amen. And I'm going to say that's it for this bit. And I can't wait. To hear what you all have to say next week, and I can't wait to tell it.
4: And you know I'm going to say it, and it's going to be told.
0: All right, and I'm tired of where he's
1: We discussed many topics on Talking with T, and if you would like to share your thoughts or opinions, call eight six five. we would love to hear from you. Your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. We still want to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes. So if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwitht.com. I also want to continue to spotlight local or rising artists. If you are interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With T, we would love to help you promote your business or event. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com. You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on our website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember that you can listen to Talking With Tea anytime on your time. Through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. new shows will continue to drop each and every Monday. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking with T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Be brave and be strong. The best way out of it is always to go through it. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with T.